Welcome to my podcast where I talk about anything that interests me because I need to do something in my life that's not the usual time waster of video games, social media, and the like. Uh, first, I would like to apologize for like the quality of this podcast because I'm just in my room using my Bluetooth uh, headset, uh, Samsung Galaxy Buds, not sponsored, uh, and I'm just doing this for fun. So you might be wondering why a podcast, like everyone's doing podcasts now. And I'm like, why not? I don't really lose anything from trying this. And I'm plus I'm bored. And with like the people angry at like, oh, why why a podcast? Like everyone's doing a podcast. It's just simple. Just don't listen to me or to them. And so, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, also, a bit of a shout-out to the podcast I listen to from time to time, which is a K-pop debak show with Eric Nam and the Tableau podcast. Because um, they have like an advert where they talk about the app that I'm using right now, actually, called Anchor. And are encouraging others to join the podcasting world. So anyways, enough with the intro. Uh, today, I will be talking about something that confused me for a while now, and it's about music. I'm not like talking about music theory. I'm talking about like albums, the definition of an album. Like how many songs in an album is an album and all that. So I did a bit of research. So I did research ahead of time. Um, but I didn't like make it exact like the whole definition, just like the basics. So the first one is like the most basic, which is the single which is a single track, or a track is a song. And then this one confused me a lot, um, EPs. So EPs stand for extended plays, which still didn't make any sense to me. But basically, it's more songs than a single, less songs in an album. Um, It's just in between a single and album. But doing my research, apparently an EP is a type of vinyl record. It holds, well, based on Wikipedia, 25 minutes, uh, four tracks or four songs. Which, kind of like, what if you just had like one song of like 25 minutes? Uh, well, that's just a single, I guess. What if you had a single Let's say during the time of vinyl records, what if you had like a single that was a 30-minute song? Is that, does that constitute a still a single? Or is that like an EP? Because like, what, what songs would be that long? What song would be like 30 minutes? Like a recording of like classical music. Like those songs can be long. But, like, do they even, like, during the time of, like, Mozart, do they even classify singles, EPs? I think they just had, like, songs. Wait. Songs are not just... Okay, so here's the thing that oh, that's on my mind right now is that, like, does a song have to have lyrics and music? So can you call classical music, like... Mozart's for Elise, can you call that a song? Or do you just call it a piece? Because there's like no lyrics. Anyway, so I didn't do that research. So what is the difference of like a song and like a musical piece? 
Because, like, you have musicals, like in theater. Isn't that a musical piece? Anyways, I, uh, <laughs> I'm off on a tangent. Uh, anyways, and an EP during the vinyl record times. Basically, there's a thing called LP, which is another type of vinyl record. So EPs were also called like mini LP. And the next is an album or what like some people call full length. So it's a lot more songs or tracks. So how many songs in an album? Uh, different sources uh, say different things. Some say you have to have like 11, 12 songs on it. To, to be considered an album but then what if those 12 songs are just like one minute each so I don't understand really like the main idea of how you categorize like an EP an album a single but like let's think about like three minute songs four minute songs in that essence so yeah an album has like a lot more songs or tracks but then, okay, so here's the thing, like, this was during the time that we had, like, vinyl records. Now, about the time during cassette tapes? Like, did cassette tapes, we, I actually don't know which came first. Was it the vinyl record or the cassette tapes that came first? Anyways, because, like, I, I, I'm born in, like, uh, 1998. I've, I reached the cassette tape days because like here in the philippines or at least where i grew up from my grandmother by lola um had like these gospel songs in like cassette tapes and then these were long so like i knew how you use them like you put them in like um it's, we didn't have like a walkman but we had like a uh, what do you call that like a speaker that could read cassette tapes so I knew that you know, like if you want to rewind it, you'd use like a pencil or a pen. Then there's uh, two sides to it, like uh, A and then B side of the cassette tape. So I'm wondering, uh, do cassette tapes have like EPs and album versions or like singles versions? I actually didn't research about that. But that's just like a random note. Anyways, so albums also come of different types. So we have like the studio album. So these albums contain songs which are like recorded and edited and all that. So it's like top quality. Uh, uh, if there were like parts that they didn't like, they would edit. Then we have the live album, which is like one take of each song where there's no overdubbing. So overdubbing is, I think if I get it correctly, it's when you have all of the instruments playing together at the same time. Because in like overdubbing, you can have like the guitar play. And then in the next recording, you just have the piano playing. And then you just put them all together. So that's just like overdubbing. And then we have a solo album. <laughs> and we have a solo album. So basically, it's if you were like the group, let's say uh, the Beatles, or like uh, what's a group, uh, Philippine group like uh, Ben and Ben. So let's say one of the bands just decided like I want to make uh, my own music, but I'm not leaving the group. So he he makes a solo album, 
So it's uh, someone in a group makes an album of his own. I don't know the specifics if you should have at least like no, none of your groupmates in that album or you could like feature them. But like, so basically that's a solo album. Then there's one concept album. So it's basically an album with like a theme or something. Basically there's no consensus as of Wikipedia. There's no consensus of what a console, concept, sorry, concept album really is. And then there's so many other type of album types and terms that I don't really wanna go too deep into that. So basically just the basics, studio album, live album, solo album concept album and then okay so i follow k-pop for like since 2018 so i'm very new to the k-pop world but the thing is why i started wondering what an album was was because uh, the groups that i follow would like uh release mini albums so i was wondering what is a mini album what makes a mini album different from a basic album because like I only knew uh, the term album. I didn't really know EP. I knew what a single was. Uh, so yeah, I, what was a mini album? So basically, it's just another way of saying EP. So a mini album and EP, from my understanding, are just interchangeable terms. And up to you which term you use. And then some other fun facts um, in online streaming like Spotify and iTunes depend uh, like w what is a EP and album depends on the amount of tracks and how long it runs. So how many minutes the song is. So like for iTunes and Spotify, they have like it has to be like if it's under 30 minutes and it's just like four tracks, it's going to fall under like EP. If it's more than that, it's going to fall like album. I don't know like the specifics, but that's how they do it. But I, I, I wonder though, in like Spotify, because I didn't double check. If like the K-pop groups that I follow, are there mini albums uploaded on Spotify as mini albums? Or are they uploaded as EPs? So something I have to check out later. Anyways, okay. So next is mixtape. I also get confused with like oh, what a mixtape was. So the first thing that comes into my mind about mixtapes are like cassette tapes. It's like the word tapes are there. And I think like uh, art covers when I think about mixtapes are the cassette tapes. And then the usual meme that I know about mixtapes are like my mixtapes fire. Like lit fan. <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I always, I'm confused. Is a mixtape like a single? Or is a mixtape like an album? Like, is it like EP and mini album where they're interchangeable? And doing a bit of research, a mixtape is one, in like the name itself, like mix and tape, it's a compilation of songs, mostly uh, like of different works of someone, and then it's free. So basically it's not, there to make you money it's just like there to show what you have like songs you haven't released um your creative uh, work i guess and then the other thing is that it's uh more on like the hip-hop genre that the idea of like the mixtape really got big 
Uh, and the idea is that these uh, mixtapes were less formal, not as production-y. So it's not as, I wouldn't say not as much thought came into the creation process. I'm guessing it's more of like, it's more raw. It's like me doing this podcast. It's just like me, my phone, and then I'm just going to wrap up with like a guitar and sing. And then I just release that. So I think that that's like how I understand mixtapes. So it's like a free album, but raw. If that makes sense. Now, other terms that I use because I, uh, I like the K-pop world. I won't even say K-pop world. I think, okay, in like certain genres of music, uh, I hear these terms. So the term I'm talking about is a B-side. So what is a B-side? So I think I mentioned earlier about cassette tapes, where there's an A-side and B-side, because when you flip the cassette tape, it like plays a different set of music. If I'm remembering my memory correctly, uh, it used to be in the vinyl days that the vinyl record has two sides: the top side, the A side, and then the bottom side, the B side. So basically, it just means it's not the main song. It's like here's another song with like the song you bought. To my understanding, and then. As you know, as technology progresses, we, we moved away from vinyl. Um, actually, don't couldn't find sources of what a B-side was called, because um, like in CDs, uh, like after vinyl was like CDs. So CDs, you couldn't play the other side. It was just like you just place a CD in one way, so you couldn't just flip that over and then play it another way. So I I remember before, or at least until now, like when you buy like CDs, like what we call albums, like that that was my understanding of an album before. When you bought like a CD and that plastic case, or you bought an album. So when you buy an album, there's like two CDs sometimes that goes with it. So to me before or before I did my research, like B sides were. You had the main songs in like the one CD, and then if you wanted to listen to the artist's other songs, you'd like grab the other CD. So I don't know if like other people or like my generation knows about listening to music through CDs and cassette tapes, because uh, like there's Spotify, iTunes, MP3s. I mean, like I, I don't know if everyone knows about LimeWire, where you would like download a bunch of viruses just to listen to like the songs that you wanted to and then you'd transfer these songs into like a CD that's how like music worked before um, anyways and then some people use the term b-side for like bonus so b standing for bonus so, like it's bonus songs so let's say you had like a full album and then there's like an extra song there so that's like the b-side but in like, well, in like K-pop, anything that's not the title track is a B-side. So what is a title track? So imagine like you have an album and then that that album, that, that song, the track that you want that album to be known for 
it's like the title track so it's like the lead song it's like in k-pop uh when people debut or like have a comeback when you know when they release like a new mini album or album they have a song that they'll be uh, dancing and performing to singing dancing yeah uh it's like their biggest or best song on the album or at least the easiest song okay this is just my interpretation but it's like the easiest song to like do pr with like to like advertise with so that's like the title track a track title track and like the b-sides were anything that's not the title track so basically if you had a mini album of like four let's say five songs you had the title track and then the b-sides but like what some mm, groups do is that they have an intro basically there sometimes there's no singing it's just like an intro song to just get you into the groove of the album and then the title track and then the rest of the b-sides and then sometimes they add like an outro or like a um, epilogue uh song you could call it also a b-side because basically it's just like a bonus song but that's like the easiest way to say it uh in like how i use the term b-side at least is just any song that's not like the lead song and then other terms moving away from b-sides is like the word cover so i'm amazed of how everyone i i, I won't say everyone but like when you talk about cover and music, people understand it's like your version of the song. But are you just singing the song? So covers or a cover is singing the song of someone else. Or I think it could also be your song. But in like a similar fashion or a uh, your own interpretation. So that's what a cover is. And I actually don't know when the term cover started being used. Because like my knowledge of when I started understanding the term cover was like early YouTube years. I won't say when YouTube started. Because I got really into YouTube around like 2010. And... I forgot I forgot this YouTuber. Um one is Boys Avenue, but there are these two uh Kurt Hugo Schneider and um I can't remember this girl's name. Um but they made covers. So I like I like their voices and all that, so I started following them, so that's how I understood the term cover and i think everyone that just like sang anything like uh sang or made their own version of like a song was a cover so if i were to sing right now in this podcast i'm essentially doing a cover of a song and then another thing is a remix so a remix it's like, um, for me, I understand remix is like a lot of edits. I won't say EDM, but I would say just like it doesn't 
feel or sound like the same song anymore. But then, could you say, because like, there's, let's say you have a pop song, like uh, Ariana Grande's um, Thank You Next. And then, you say that you make an acoustic cover. Could you call it a remix? Technically, it's not the same song in essence. It's not like poppy. It doesn't have like those synths. It's let's say it's just like an acoustic guitar and then your voice. Could you call that like a remix? Because like it doesn't sound. Well, then again, the feeling of the song is still there. It's just at like the tempo or reinterpretation of like acoustic. Anyways, uh, I guess. Well, anyways, okay, for me, a remix is just like, my simplest understanding, a remix is very mashup-y, which is a totally different term, where like a mashup is like you take different songs and then you put them into one remix. Um, <laughs> it's getting more confusing, but that's that's basically how I understand this right now. So cover is just basically you singing a song, a remix, a lot of edits, and then... The new term that I just said is like uh, mashups. So mashup is just uh, taking these different songs and then putting them into like one song. And then I think that's all I have right now on like the different musical. I would say musical. Like it's not musical. Different terms on how you categorize your music. Oh, there's one that I forgot to research about. Um, OSTs. I don't know what OST stands for. But all I know is that when I see the term OST, it just means it's like the um, background music. Or uh, I wouldn't say theme. But it's like the music used in like a film. So let's say the intro music. Actually, wait. Because like an anime... We have the intro, and then the ending song, and then the OSTs were the songs that were used in, like, when the scenes are playing. Or can you call the intros and EDs OSTs? Because, like, in K-drama, so I follow, like, K-drama sometimes, OSTs can be, like, the intro song. And also the outro song. So I guess OSTs can also be like the intro and outro songs. But basically OSTs are like the songs used for like film, or like K-dramas, anime, cartoons, background music. That's how I understand OSTs. So I have to research about what OST actually stands for. Um, if I were to guess right now, I would say that the S would sound... would would mean sound and T would be track. So what would the O stand for? Because it couldn't be like orchestral soundtrack or like O. What does O have to do with like film? O obviously O. O, O, O. I can't. What's a now I'm con now I wanna research what like oh and like film oh 
outstanding soundtrack. Oh, oh. Anyway. <laughs> um, skipping OSTs. So that's one thing that I forgot to research about. I want to talk about quickly or long about um, K-pop albums. So uh, hear me out. So the thing about K-pop albums, or at least in the 2018 that I've joined, in my understanding of albums, is that these albums weren't just musical albums. So they weren't just like a CD with a bunch of songs with like a title track and a B-side. Albums in like, well, like what well, my favorite group, uh, Twice, because like I have uh, an album of theirs. It's not just a song. It's composed of uh, photo cards, which are just like pictures of the members, like solo pictures. And I think at times they have like group pictures. And... It's a legit photo album. So like the photo album has like, they, they did a photo shoot of like the theme of their album. So let's say if they had like a cutesy theme for like their title track and all that, the album would most probably have like a, a photo album of like the members in a photo shoot of a cutesy concept. So it made me think, is that a good way to like evolve albums in like the Western and even here in the Philippines? So you're not just like selling your music. So yeah. So is that a great way to like make, I wouldn't say more money. I feel like it's a great way to get people to enjoy your group or if you're like a solo artist to enjoy you as an artist so it's not just like a audio feeling it's not just like your music they actually get to see you because uh, like other than concerts and you let's say YouTube and performances online there's no other way to see the artist. So like having like a legit photo album in the album itself is like for me a great, I won't say selling point. It's a great way for fans. I would say, yeah, it's a great way for fans to have like more content of uh, the artist that they're, uh, that they appreciate. So that's just like one thing I noticed. I, the photo cards thing, uh, I don't think they're like necessary. They make having al like they're another set of collectibles. So like yeah, let's say so in the group of twice that I follow, let's say there are nine members, and then they'll have like three photos each. And let's say when you buy an album, you only get possible one set of those. Let's say so you have to buy the other albums because sometimes they come in different versions that's one thing i forgot to say that that's one thing also so let's say i i i have an album and then i do let's say three photo shoots of similar concepts then i have an a b and c version 
and then each version will have different photo cards and the thing is they also have different CD covers so the CD cover could be of like one of the nine members so that's one thing I found unique about K-pop albums that there's this essence of like uh, collectability so you could like have a hobby of like collecting specific the specific things in the album so let's say you wanted uh, to collect all the photo cards or you wanted to have all see I feel like it's unnecessary to have like nine CDs where it's just all the same songs but the only difference is like the CD cover but again that's one thing like fans could collect and then of course the idea of having the photo album on there is like a great idea and I wonder I wonder if that the West I actually don't know because I don't buy albums of like uh, Western artists like uh, well at least when I say Western artists like the US artists UK like the ones you know of like I don't know if they've started adapting this where you buy an album their album and it comes with like a photo album I don't know if they're doing it I know that they're not really doing it here in the Philippines but I wonder if that's going to be like the next thing because everyone's just like uploading on Spotify iTunes uh, sometimes just on YouTube but like I think there's opportunity there to earn for like musicians I mean like I know musicians don't really do things for the money but like you have if you want to keep making music you have to have some way to keep yourself alive so I think that's a great idea um, I think I'm talking too much about K-pop albums now and anyways so that's what today's topic is about so I was just talking about the different definitions of like music categorizing like your music like your releases so I hope you guys enjoyed or at least were able to reach the ending of this podcast um, I wish I had better equipment and like I was in a better area to record but again I'm just doing this podcast for fun um, just trying to find another way to spend my time maybe find a new hobby and also I'm not yet sure about like the title of my podcast so for now I'm just going to stick with wacky not wacky which is just basically me my correct spelling of my name not the wrong spelling of my name because every time I go to Starbucks people keep or I won't say people keep messing up my name but usually when they ask me for my name I say wacky they spell it w-a-c-k-y instead of j-o-a-q-u-i so I'll be sticking with that name for now unless like you guys have uh, ideas on what I could change my podcast name to actually I don't even know how to end the podcast but anyways thanks again for tuning in I hope you enjoy and hopefully you guys will uh, listen to my next episode if I do make one bye bye